Welcome to episode four of Unfiltered, where we invite two of our researchers to discuss a current topic over coffee. In this episode, we ask marketing experts Professor Isabel Schmiegen and Dr. Caroline Moraes, has consumerism stolen Christmas? I think last year, um, sort of some estimates say that we spent between each family, on average, between five to eight hundred pounds over the Christmas period. So that's a lot of money. It's very much a part of it, isn't it? Because we want to show uh, to people that we care about them, mm. and we want to to show love, and we tend to do that through the things we buy. But do you think that this this time of year might have an impact in terms of uh, people's budgets or how they mm. go about, say? Um, might they be in debt, perhaps, because yeah. of Christmas? Or Actually, the evidence shows that in terms of you know, not overspending, it's much better to use cash because the problem about a credit card is, is, again, this is from psychology, we know that credit cards act as a prompt to spend more money. So uh, a credit card can be useful, particularly on larger purchases, because it gives you that security if something goes wrong. But, you know, if I've got, a, say, a £5,000 limit on my credit card, I might think, oh, I can spend that little bit more, mm-hmm. uh, when actually those credit card bills are going to come in in January and we're going to be thinking, oh, yeah. yeah. And, of course, absolutely. the key thing about credit cards is you want to be paying them off at the end of the month. You do not want to be incurring interest. But, but I also wonder in terms of the, the sort of ways in which we might shop. So, so some people might shop on the high street, some people might shop online. The key thing about shopping online is that you can do it 24 hours a day. <laughs> um, and so convenience, the convenience is a huge thing. But on the flip side of that, the experience of Christmas, the, the smell of Christmas, going to something like the, the German market in Birmingham, those are things that people really enjoy and they, they, they really like. It's, it's a festive atmosphere. And so and what retailers are trying to do is to get people back out on the high street so that they'll be part of that that experience. One of the things I like about Christmas is that we get to see a lot of adverts that are actually quite quite good. <laughs> so advertising at its so. <laughs> advertising at its its best. But 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 some 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 of them are actually quite interesting. Um, the the advert that everybody's talking about at the moment is the um, Iceland advertising mm. because because of uh, it's it, it's it's trying to raise awareness about uh, palm oil mm. and the implications of that. And so well, I mean, I think that we know we need to be creating awareness about what is going on, um, and a lot of people don't don't know about it. I mean, I think you could almost kind of compare the Iceland advert with the John Lewis advert mm. with Elton John, you know, as kind of like two poles of of, of what it means at, at, at Christmas. Um, but I think that. I, I think that what's really good about I, the Iceland advert is that um, it has raised awareness of something that I think probably most people just were not aware of at all. It's got people talking about, you know, the sort of the flip side of some of these things. And I think that that's, that's very, very important. Mm. You know, Christmas time, it, it still has a religious significance. It, it's also a time when we think about people, or hopefully, <laughs> that are, are less well off than ourselves. So in my opinion, I think that, you know, having those kinds of things uh, around are good. And the fact that it has created word of mouth, even if you can't see it on broadcast TV, has been very powerful for, for Iceland. I mean, of course, another thing that you, we've seen in the past in Christmas ads is this whole idea of nostalgia. I mean, do you think that it was better then? I mean, do you think nostalgia really, you know, 
is mm. worth it. I think the things I remember most were not the presents, but, but the people mm. I was with. And so I think that's, that's, to me, that's the most important part of Christmas. And so in that sense, I kind of wonder sometimes, are we going, are, are we just buying too much? I mean, at the end of the day, it's still going to be about sort of, um, you know, the, 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 the big brands and, and, and whatever. And, you know, one of the things that I sort of think about Christmas is, has it got kind of like so big because actually it's one, another of these things that come over from America? Mm. Um, I mean, I know that, that um, I think that they said that Father Christmas only started wearing red when Coca-Cola put him yeah. in, 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 into red. Um, and it's a, it's a big deal, isn't it, the American influence? As our economies become more global, ever more global, then of course we're going to be impacted by, dif by different ways of doing Christmas, mm. I suppose. Um, but also we see Black Friday, for instance, mm. which used to be a Friday and now it goes on for a week. Well, the thing about, of course, the thing about Black Friday is that that definitely comes from the States. And it was, I think it was the first Friday after Thanksgiving. And so the, the idea was that people were already in the holiday spirit. And so they were, you could encourage them to spend. But I wonder to what extent that's beneficial to retailers as well. If the retailers are relying on these sales, mm. then, then what does that mean for their businesses as well? Well, of course, one of the things from a, from a consumer perspective is that once we know that there is going to be a Black Friday, we don't, well, we, don't, well, we count on it, but we don't spend, mm. uh, you know, we, we, we save up, we wait until all those discounts are announced. But that's a very difficult one for independent retailers because it's very, very difficult for them to be able to mirror those big, deep discounts that the, that the big bigger retailers can do. Well, I suppose it's very easy for us to be talking about um, the, the retailer side of it, but going back to the consumer again, mm. you know, it's, um, we also need to think about uh, the people who might, um, might not have the disposable income or as much disposable income to perhaps be able to, to shop at full price. You know, psychologically, Christmas for, for people that don't have a lot of money is very, very difficult because all around you, you're seeing things, you know, you're seeing people enjoying themselves and everything. Right. I mean, and I think maybe we should sort of think about sort of what some of the downsides mm. to Christmas are. I mean, I know that it really concerns you. No, I, I, I think it, it is really difficult. I mean, we've, we've been doing research um, uh, looking at food poverty and, and we've been talking to a lot of food banks recently. Mm. And I think it can be, I, I, can I can only imagine that it can be quite a difficult um, time for people, especially if you, if you can't even afford to, to buy food. Mm. And so, so uh, at a time where, you know, we're all focusing so much on uh, buying lots of gifts and, mm. and it's very focused on consumption Mm. Um, then if you can't even afford food or a nice uh, a nice special meal for Christmas mm. then that I suppose can be can be quite and, and it's not again you know you look at statistics and you look at data and it's not that we don't have food available it's just that some people cannot afford to buy it mm. and how can it be that in this country you know we're so wealthy as a country mm. how can it be that we still have this level of poverty planning I think is is, is can really help people that are more constrained in terms of how much how much they've got they've got to spend. Setting a clear budget, that's yeah. very important as well, isn't Setting it? Making sure that you don't go over your budget. Yeah. At the end of the day, um, we're going to, we're sort of entering this period of spending. Um, but I mean, you know, our shops do need to be selling us stuff. We do, we do want to see consumer spending increasing. It's all part of like, you know, making the country better, richer, whatever. People Absolutely. have got to be employed. That's 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 Absolutely. very important. It helps um, our economy. It helps. It helps, it helps, it helps our helps. economy. So, I mean, I think what we really want to be sort of thinking about is reflecting on what makes a good Christmas um, and how we can be responsible over Christmas. I mean, one of the things that I'm going to really try this year on on the responsible 
side is not to buy too much food mm, i think you know we we get almost into this siege mentality and yet mm. shops are open many shops are open on even on boxing day um, and you know food waste is a is a terrible thing isn't Absolutely. it i think the other thing i think the other thing to, to bear in mind as well of course is that you know we've had we have a lovely summer well this year we've had a lovely summer and and this is a festival it's a festival that goes back um well now kind of like thousands of, of years yes. and it is a time of celebration and it is a time for, for, for people to get together. And I think in that, it is important for us to have joyful times to, together, as long as you don't have too many rows in the, in the <laughs> kind of like as, as well. I suppose, I suppose it is, um, again, it goes back to people you're with and how you're spending your time mm. with people and those, those people that matter to you. But, but we, cannot, we cannot overlook the fact that, yes, giving gifts is very much a part of that. It's a ritual, isn't it? We're, it all, is. we're all engaged in that. And we're consumer spending, and that consumer spending is also part of the, of the ritual of, of, of Christmas, of, Christmas. Of, of, of giving and receiving. And I suppose, you know, again, I would sort of say, if I was sort of thinking about responsible presence, I would just sort of say, you know, think carefully about the let's people. Plan. Yes, yes. Let's, let's plan the kinds of things that we, you know, maybe they've, people have said during the year or whatever, mm -hmm. and maybe try to avoid buying some of those kind of things that we know are really gimmicky, mm -hmm. um, that are maybe just totally Christmas-inspired and, um, and won't last or, you know, or, I mean, if, I mean, I mean, I don't want to stop people from wearing Christmas jumpers, but they, they do have a limited lifespan, don't absolutely, they? Absolutely. Unless you keep wearing them every year. <laughs> I mean, if you had to sort of say, you know, to you, what was most important at Christmas, what, what would it be? I mean, to, to, to me, what makes Christmas magical is being with the people I care the most about. And I think that's what's important, that we are together, that we're spending time together and that we're enjoying ourselves um, as, as family or a group of friends. For more content on this and previous episodes, visit www.birmingham.ac.uk forward slash unfiltered.